I have something that I've been building myself. I don't have it all yet, but I know I'm gonna get it. I don't know exactly how, but I'm expecting to get it. I don't know where it's gonna come from, but I know it's gonna come because I'm doing what I need to do on my level. May not be enough, but it's better than nothing. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Roy Hall Jr. Podcast. So happy that you're here with us today. Super excited for today's episode. I mean, listen, I have a masterpiece to deliver to you all today. Thank you for listening. Again, we're over a thousand downloads for the Roy Hall Jr. Podcast. You can find us on every major streaming platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, Podbean. You might be able to find us even on a cassette tape if you still own one of those. Either way, you can go to any of those platforms or you can visit RoyHallJr.com and get every single episode at RoyHallJr.com. And if you're being inspired week to week with this podcast, you can also check the availability for me to come and speak to your company, uh, to your organization, to your business. Would love to, to visit virtually or in person. Again, RoyHallJr.com. We got a lot to cover today. On, on this podcast, some uh, some good articles to get into, and really some some content, some information that's going to change your life forever. I really believe that. So let me let me hop in and dive in right here. I was reading this week, and I came across another amazing article that I want to share. And you know, you just learn so much about people, and you can learn so much about yourself and reading about others. And so I want to share. Um, a little bit from this article. I think it'll be helpful for you. And I really believe it'll put some things in perspective for you. In reading this story, the headline said, Missouri teen donates his college savings after receiving $43,000 in scholarship money. And then it says he just has a heart for people. And so I was interested when I saw this, like he don't like, it's kind of, contradicting like he donates his college savings after receiving $43,000 scholarship so and then he said he has a heart a heart for people so I'm okay so I'm looking into it and it says a Missouri teen is paying it forward in a major way before heading off to college at St. Charles West High School senior Joshua Nelson is known for being a leader a scholar a varsity athlete and for his compassion now, you guys know I love to start breaking down articles because there's so much information that we just overlook when we're reading a story about someone. But I want you to know that someone else is writing this story. And we have an opportunity in life to write our own stories based on the decisions that we make, based on the effort that we put in and the things that we decide to do. Uh, the people that we commit and give our time to, we're writing our own story. We start with a blank canvas with blank pages, and we're writing our own story with every breath that we take. But in this particular case, in an article form, there is someone else who's narrating and writing this story. They're taking information that they've acquired by hearsay or they've experienced a witness, and now all of a sudden they're putting it on paper. And the first thing the person who wrote this article says is Joshua Nelson is known for being a leader, then a scholar, then a varsity athlete, and lastly, we're going to bookend it with he is known for his compassion. 
Now, it's interesting to me because usually when people are writing about you, they don't really know you. But they said based on the people he's interviewed and seen, he's known for being a leader even before a scholar. My man just got a $43,000 scholarship. He's also a varsity athlete, but he's known as a leader first. The question that I have for you were, if I had to interview the last 15 people that you had interaction with over the last week, would they would the first thing out of their mind be leader? And if the answer is no, the question is why not? Why when you are interacting with your peers are they not recognizing you as a leader? Why are they not recognizing you as a difference maker? Because then, based on the survey, the second thing is he, he's a scholar. Then a varsity athlete. Now, if you're a varsity athlete, most varsity athletes you remember in high school, they will know you for being a varsity athlete. Every person in my school recognized me as a varsity athlete. Basketball, football, track. But no one really knew and understood that I was carrying that 3.6, 3.8, 4.0 GPA, depending on what semester it was. No one really knew that I was performing academically. I was known more from an athletic standpoint because that's what the media focused on. They would occasionally put a 3.8 GPA, but they focused on the athletic part. My man right here who's narrating says, right now he's known as a leader. I need you to be known as a leader. I need you to change some of your habits and help more people out so that if someone were to be interviewed and said, what type of character, what type of person, what are they known for? They're known for a leader. And then they bookended it, known for his compassion. Then it continues. The, stu the, the school counselor, Yolanda Curry, said, he just has a heart for people. Come on. Come on, you're talking about a high school kid. He just has a heart for people. Now I'm speaking to adults. Do you have a heart for people? Are you willing to make a difference? I keep saying make a difference. Leave your mark. Make an impact. Life is not about you. A heart for people. Not a, a heart to make money. Not a heart to get closer to your pension. Not a heart to get a promotion. Not promotion. I'm talking people over promotion. Your heart should be aimed at and focused and targeting people and not a promotion. And people, instead of counting pennies, you know, pennies over the course of time add up to dollars, dollars add up to hundreds of dollars, hundreds of dollars to thousands and thousands to millions. So most people still aim at pennies. If I can just get a little bit here, I can build here versus aiming at people. If you produce for people, the pennies will come. The pennies will add up to dollars, so forth and so on. He has a heart for people. Says when Nelson was named as recipient of the Southwest or Southeast Missouri State University President Scholarship worth $43,000 over four years, he proved just how big his heart was once more. I'm going to stop there. He proved how big his heart was once more. He's not proving to other people. But there are people that are watching the way that you move and evaluating what you say versus what you do. Because we can get on social media and say a lot of things. We could claim to be one way out in public all that we want. But over the course of time, we are going to have to prove and show and provide some evidence that we are who we say we are. Are we with really leaders about other people or are we just putting on the front? Are we wearing some masks because we know how to do it so, so carefully? We can actually engineer 
a social media campaign, so to speak, that says we're one way and we're totally another way. But when it comes to having a heart for people, you're either all in or you're not. You're either going to lead people or you're going to lead them to believe you can lead them and you're going to be leading them to their downfall. He proved and showed his heart once again. You have to be consistent when you're making your life about as a leader. You have to be consistent. Let me continue. Nelson chose to use his savings of more than a thousand dollars to help a peer pursue their college education. I'm going to read that again. I'm going to just paraphrase. My man was saving $1,000. He in high school. He saved up $1,000 to go to this school, to go to, to go to college. I'm going to go ahead and start saving right now myself. I've been saving the last three, four years this $1,000. But now that I have $43,000, I got this opportunity that was unexpected. I'm going to take what I've been saving and I'm going to give it away. Come on. That's unheard of. That doesn't really make sense. I've been working my tail off to save all this money for me. Why would I give my money away? They gave me 43,000. If I add my 1,000, I got 44. That 1,000 I could spend on clothes, shoes, food, whatever it may be. But it's heart for people. He says, I'm going to give up my 1,000 that I've been saving, that I've been stashing away. The discipline that a high school kid has to have to save $1,000, the discipline you have to have to save something, to have something that you've been looking forward to and to give it away. Servant leadership. It's a different type of leadership characteristic. But he's consistent. So it is what it is. You got to start where you are. You got to use what you have. You got to do what you can do. My man said, I, I can't afford to go to this college, but I'm going to start where I am. I'm going to use what I have. I'm going to do what I can do. I can't depend on someone else giving me something that I'm not doing for myself. If I'm not willing to save money for me, why should anyone give me any support? Come on. Come on. And that's what most most people expect that most people expect for them to get something without them willing to put in the work themselves. Nobody's going to respect you if you're not putting in respect yourself. If you don't respect yourself, nobody's going to respect you. If you don't respect other people, no one's going to respect you. You shouldn't even be thinking about getting a raise, thinking about a promotion. If your work ethic on a day to day basis is not that of the promotion that you seek. See, most people work at their level. They do what they're supposed, their expectations, what the job description says. If they can just do those things in excellence, they feel like they deserve a promotion. That's not how it works. You have to put in the work of the, the position that you're wanting to be promoted in at your level. You got to be putting in executive work, executive time when you're just coming into the business, to coming into the company. You got to put in the work ahead so that when you do get promoted, the, 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 the performance, does the productivity doesn't drop off. Come on, I'm just getting started. We're not even into it. We, come on. We, this is this high school kid. We can learn so much from everybody around us. I want you to write this down. It may not be enough, but it's better than nothing. Come on now. Talk to me. You can't really. It may not be enough, but it's better than nothing. Right. I don't know where the other forty two thousand dollars is coming from, but I know it's coming. I have no idea. I got a thousand of it. It's going to cost me forty three thousand over four years. I got a thousand. I don't know where the other forty two thousand is coming from, but it may not be enough. I got a thousand, but it's better than nothing. I have something that I've been building myself. I don't have it all yet, but I know I'm going to get it. I don't know exactly how, but I'm expecting to get it. 
I don't know where it's going to come from, but I know it's going to come because I'm doing what I need to do on my level. It may not be enough, but it's better than nothing. And that's really coming down to belief. You got to believe when you don't have everything that you want and everything that you need to get to the level that you want to get to. You got to believe you got to believe that you can get it done. You got to believe that you will find a way. You got to believe that you have what it takes. You got to believe that you are the one for the job. You have to believe in you. You have to believe in yourself. You have to. With my $1,000, if I'm Joshua, I believe in myself. I'm going to make up, I'm going to figure out a way to get that other 42,000. I don't know how long it's going to take, but I believe I'm the, I believe I'm the person for the position. I believe that that school is going to benefit from having me on campus, not be benefiting from the school allowing me to come to their campus. The school is the school is going to benefit from me. You got to know who you are. You got to believe in yourself. Let me keep reading. The National Honor Society uh member had been uh, saving the, oh, he's a National Honor Society member, okay, uh, saving the funds to help bring his own collegiate dreams to fruition. But when he secured the prestigious scholarship, he seized the opportunity to make a difference in the life of another. Listen to what my man said. He says, I really thought it was important to give back to my community um, that poured so much into me. That was the first thing he said in the interview. It was really important for me to give back to my community. Give back to your community. He's still in high school. And he's already thinking about giving back to his community. He's still in the community. Already thinking about giving back. Now let's do some quick math for, for you math whizzes out there. My man just received $43,000 essentially. And he decided that he was going to give $1,000 away. He received 43000 He decided that he was going to give 1000 away. Now, if you do the quick math on it, you know, he really had 44000 So he got $44,000, and he decided that he was going to give 1000 of it away. So my man said, without even thinking about it, without someone having to push him, ask him, uh, try and convince him, try and manipulate him, try and get him to see the value of serving and giving back to others. He gave approximately 2% of his scholarship back to his community. Now, my question to you guys are leaders, professionals, great people, great business people, um, awesome in your own communities. However, whenever you get a bump in pay, whenever you get your paycheck, whenever you get a bonus, whenever you get uh, a tax return, whenever you get uh, money that you didn't know was coming, have you given 2% of that money back to your community? You need to look yourself in the mirror and answer that question. This 17, 18-year-old said, I just, I just came up on $43,000. It pushes my total and my net worth to $44,000, but I'm about to give 1000 of it away. I'm giving 2% away. What if every single time you got paid, you gave 2% away back to your community? What if everyone who got a paycheck decided that I'm going to give 2% back to my community? Every single problem will be solved for the most part because we will have the money to do it. Homelessness done. Come on. Food insecurity over with. 
trying to figure out how to pay rent and pay more. Done. We got scholarships across the board with just 2%. Could learn so much from these young people. It continues. Honestly, it makes me feel on top of the world. This is what my man said. It makes him feel. <sighs> All right, look. Most people are trying to climb this corporate ladder. They're trying to get to the top. They're trying to be on top of the world. They're trying to be the best of the best. They're trying to, to figure out a way to, to, to get ahead. They're trying to figure out a way to get a better view, to get to the top of the mountain. My man said, it makes me feel like I'm on top of the world when I help somebody else out. I don't need to necessarily be on top of the world, but I can have the same feeling, the same adrenaline rush, the same sense of joy, the same sense of purpose that somebody with a multi-million dollar contract would have by giving back $1,000 to my community. Come on. I, I know what it feels like to be on top of the world. I don't even have to be there. This is, this is, this is, come on. Come on, man. He said, the fact that I can just help somebody a little bit makes me feel great. And I really want to see other people succeed. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. This is real leadership. This is real leadership. My man said, the fact that I can just help somebody a little bit. Now, you don't need, I said 2%. You don't need to save people. You don't need to become people's bank when people are asking you for money. He just said that I could just help a little bit. If I can just do a little bit, can you do a little bit more? Let's just get out. Let's, let's jump out of helping people. Can you do a little bit more in your own life and respect? Can you spend a little bit more time with your kids? Can you study a little bit more for that master's or that PhD? Can you do can you stay a little bit longer at work? Can you show up a little bit earlier? Can you spend a little less time talking about your boss to your peers? Come on. Just a little bit more. But he said, I really want to see other people succeed. Successful people normally don't say that. Ambitious people that are trying to get to the top of the world usually don't say I want to see other people successful because they're threatened by other people's success. If they're successful, it means it's going to take away my shine. It's going to take away my opportunity. If the person that has the same exact position that I have in my school or in my business, in my department, right? If I have the, they got the same title, we're going for the same promotion. If they have success, it's going to hurt me. So I'm not rooting for them. He said, I really want to see, I really want to see, now I, I really want to see other people succeed. So my question my question to you is, do you want to see others succeed? Do you really want other people to win? The question of the year. This is the question of the year. Why does their success make you feel like less? The question of the year. Why does their success make you feel like less? We got to deal with ourselves. We have to deal with ourselves because when they win, why is Watch this. When they win, why is your first thought win? W-H-E-N. When they win, W-I-N, why is your first thought win? W-H-E-N. When is it going to be my turn? When, when, did, when, did, when did he get, get, get promoted? Like, when, when, when is it my turn? What, they win, you think win. When is it going to be my turn? When you going to recognize me? What about my value? When, when, when am I going to be appreciated? Why do you feel like less because of their success? You might not be able to write this fast, but I'm going to say something. I'm going to give you something that's going to help you, something that at least make you think. Because that's nothing but envy. 
when you want something that someone else has. That's nothing but envy. It's hard for you to want someone else to be successful when you fill with envy. So I want you to write this down or take notes or capture this moment somewhere. Envy is a master manipulator. It simultaneously reminds you of what you don't have and convinces you that you don't have what it takes to get it. Envy is a master manipulator. It simultaneously reminds you of what you don't have and convinces you that you don't have what it takes to get it. So now I'm looking at what I don't have and I feel like I don't have a way to get it. And so it produces a feeling in me that disqualifies me for being happy and genuinely joyful and, and, and happy for someone that's having success. And it's, it's as bad as it'll ever get when that person that's having success does exactly what you do. When they do what you do and they're getting recognized for doing the exact same thing or you feel like you're putting in more work and you're not getting recognized, that's when envy starts to set in. When you find out that they make more money than you, when they got the accolade, they got recognized, now all of a sudden you feel, what, and, and as soon as that happens, you start to decrease your value. Your focus goes out the window. Your productivity isn't the same. And now your motives are wrong. So now you're working harder and you're even more stressed out because you're still not being recognized. We got to deal with that. We have to deal with that. All right, we're rolling now. But before we go any further, let me remind you, I created a free course, Make It Count, How to Stay Motivated Each Day and Keep a Positive Perspective. I created a free course at RoyHallJr.com. Go to RoyHallJr.com. Free course, absolutely free for you. Created it just for you. Make it count how to stay motivated each day and keep a positive perspective. It's over 75 minutes and nine lessons full of content, strategy, and things that you need to hear to make sure you stay motivated and keep a positive perspective. Staying motivated daily can be difficult when you lose sight of the valuable perspective that every day is a gift and tomorrow is not promised. Just putting things in perspective can give you the motivation that you need to give your very best effort in every area of your life because you know and you never know when your last opportunity will arise. So in this course, I'm gonna teach you how to find strength to give your all no matter your age, right? No matter your age, how to give your all and, and find strength to give your all. How to overcome criticism that was meant to destroy your focus, come on. How success can negatively impact your most important relationships. How to finally break through and work with a sense of urgency. One of my favorites, three easy steps to strengthen your mental health and increase your quality time with your family. How about this one? Why your sacrifice can immediately improve the lives of others. So we have so many different lessons that I've put together. Again, make it count how to stay motivated each day and keep a positive perspective. Free course at RoyHallJr.com. Free course at RoyHallJr.com. Do not miss your opportunities to grow. This is a free course. Um, I don't always do the free ones, but this is a free course for you. And then once you take it, you can share it uh, with a family member, friend, coworker. Again, make it count how to stay motivated each day and keep a positive perspective only at RoyHallJr.com. All right, let me go ahead and transition here. I'm gonna finish up on I'm gonna finish up on this this article here. Um, 
he said, uh, Joshua said he planned on going to Southeast Missouri State and going to the pre-optometry program. And he said he'll be majoring in biomedical sciences. Biomedical sciences. He wants to go in the pre-optometry program. And all he had was $1,000. I mean, you're talking about big dreams. When I was growing up, my dream was to make it to the NFL. My job was to make it to uh, my, my dream was to make it to the NBA. I wanted to have a job of a professional athlete. That was a dream. But I all I had was, <laughs> you know, I, I shot <laughs> one time. Tell the story. I shot. So we didn't have a basketball hoop growing up, but I didn't even have a basketball until late. Or maybe I found one in the backyard. And mom would pretty much get you know, whatever she could for us. I mean, you know, our budget was probably about, you know, 70, 80 bucks, maybe a hundred bucks for Christmas. I don't, I don't even remember it being that high, but for whatever reason, I never asked for a basketball. Like I always wanted a video game or something like that. And one day I got out the bathtub and there was water still in the bathtub and I had my washcloth in my hand and I balled it up. I, well, first I put some water in it, squeezed it out and balled it up as tight as I could. And I went and walked back in the hallway. Now, at the time, Michael Jordan was balling, and he had his fadeaway jump shot. And even at seven or eight, um, you know, you start mimicking the people that you want to be like. And so I took that based on where the door was and where the, the, the tub was, I can do a fadeaway jumper out the door. So I thought it would be cool to do a fadeaway jump shot out the door. And... I did this fadeaway jump shot. I mean, I'm like, three, two, one. Buzzer sound in my head anyway. Splash. You know, they call it splash now when you hit all net. Here's the thing. When you're shooting a washcloth into a tub, there's almost no way that you can miss. So I fade back, and it's drywall right there. And I just faded. And fade it right through the drywall. Man, I put a big hole in this wall. To further let you know that money was a little tight, that hole was in that wall, I believe, until we moved from that house. <laughs> but I had big dreams. That's the point. I had big dreams. I could see, even though all I had was a washcloth, it may not be enough, but it's better than nothing. All I could see, all I had was a washcloth in a tub, and I wasn't going to miss. In my mind, I can't miss this shot. My man had $1,000, and he said, I want to go into the pre-optometry program, and I want to major in biomechanical sciences, and all I got is $1,000. I don't have it all, but I do have something. And over the next few weeks, he'll, he'll get together with his parents and a couple counselors and figure out which one of his classmates is deserving of this thousand dollars and he said um one of the things that i do want to mention before i move on uh, his classmate a young lady says um, i don't even think he realizes that he's doing that much for everyone as well and uh, another one of his classmates says wow that is unheard of the world needs more people like him i want to challenge you all today i want to challenge you all wow says that is unheard of the world needs more people like him. Can you produce more that's unheard of moments? Can you engineer more that's unheard of moments? There are things that people do 
that are seemingly routine that have been done before. But can you create some more moments for other people where they go, wow, that is unheard of. There's I've never even thought of someone doing something and being so compassionate and being so kind and being such a leader that they would do something like that, that they would actually give two percent of what they make to their community on purpose without being told to, without having someone to convince them that they would give up, that they act like that's unheard of. I know I know leaders at companies that still park on the back row of the parking lot and walk because they say it keeps them humble and keeps them hungry and keeps them reminded that life is not about them. They don't need their title on the parking space. They don't need a, a, a someone to escort them to the front. They're, they're willing to walk just to show that they're still willing to put in the work. Create more that's unheard of moments. Hopefully you're learning something. Hopefully, hopefully we're going somewhere. I don't know if you're listening to it in your car right now. I don't, I don't know if, if you're at home. Just just keep taking notes and keep growing. Keep growing with us. Keep growing with us. So let me let me transition here. There was a huge article. There was a huge article this week. Headlines everywhere. Tim Tebow expected to sign a contract with the Jacksonville Jaguars as a tight end. Tim Tebow, you know, former all everything. Okay. And, you know, he's from from Jacksonville and he's going to sign with the Jacksonville Jaguars, not as a quarterback. Now, he played quarterback in high school, played quarterback, middle school, quarterback in college, won two national championships with the Florida Gators, played, was drafted as a quarterback by the Denver Broncos. Right. To play quarterback, but he's going to sign with the Jacksonville Jaguars at tight end. He's 33 years old right now. He's going to get probably a one year contract. Uh, anywhere in the range of six to seven hundred thousand dollars. Now he's never played the position of tight end, which is a combination of a for you people that aren't football fans, a combination of a wide receiver, those that catch the ball, that line up away from everybody, and a big offensive lineman, those people that block for the quarterback. So if you mashed up those people, an offensive lineman and a wide receiver, you would get a tight end. Now he played three years in the NFL when he was in the NFL before. But he has not played in the NFL since 2015. So it's been six years since he played in the NFL. And even when he played then, it was an NFL preseason game. And then the last six years, he's been a broadcaster for the SEC Network. And he also worked a little bit on his professional baseball career in the minor leagues. He played when he was in the NFL. He played for the Jets. He played for the Broncos. He played for the Patriots. He played for the Philadelphia Eagles. But now what's interesting is the Jacksonville Jaguars assigned him to a deal. Now the catch is... His former coach in college, Urban Meyer, is the head coach, the new head football coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And so his head coach, who he won two national titles with, said, I need to get you in my locker room, even though you've never played this position and you haven't played football for over six years. And everyone went nuts. Everyone went absolutely berserk that. Urban Meyer would give Tim Tebow an opportunity to play, even though he hasn't played six or seven years. He's never played tight end. And if you sign Tim Tebow and keep him on the active roster, it's going to take a position away from someone who's been working their whole life at maybe a, a certain position. So the media and everybody was in the uproar. And you, you know me, I'm going to 
look at it from a different perspective. I, I am the positive perspective guy. I'm the stay motivated, keep a positive perspective, walk in purpose. I'm always going to dig a little bit deeper because I need to figure out how to use it to my advantage to learn from what other people are doing. Now, I have two takes here, and we don't have that much time left, but we, I, ha I have two takes here, and I want to get into it here. I want to get into it. Because the first is from the perspective of Coach Urban Meyer. And so if you're in business as a professional, just as a mom or dad, just whatever you're doing, these questions come to mind. What's the value of character? Having an elite leader of character on your team, what's the value in that? What's the value in having someone that you trust around you? What's the value to have someone that clings to and adheres to the same values and high standards that you have? What is the value on that? And if you have someone who has the same uh, uh, or someone of integrity, someone of resilience, someone of high belief, uh, someone who has insight that could actually benefit the younger players in that locker room. What is the value on that? Like, am I willing to give up a spot for someone who will barely make the team, but I could bring in this person who's an A++++ person in the trust category, the belief category, the resilience category, the character category. I, in order to shift the culture in your business, in your life, in your room, on your team, you have to get the right people in the building. So if you look at your family as a business, right, and you say, look, I'm going to give it the same priority I would give my business. If you want to shift your culture in business, you've got to get the right people in the building. So even if I got to pay Tim Tebow $700,000, it's probably worth 10 or 15, 20 million to my team. If you want to win, you got to surround yourself with winners. I can trust that man. I know what he's going to do. I know what he's going to produce. And even if he's never played the position, I know his work ethic and his effort is going to be such that it's going to be like he's been doing it since he was five years old. If I want to change the mindset of my team, it's worth it to me to have someone who embodies the type of people that I want to work with in the room with me. Like if I want to change, if I want to change something in my life, it's valuable to me to bring someone in who may not have done it in a long time, who may not have the experience, but I know I can trust them to keep me accountable, to keep things in order. I want you to write this down or write it in your phone or put it in your phone. High character over thy talent. <laughs> I like that. High character over thy, T-H-Y, talent. Or you can make it real personal. High character over my talent. We want high character. Forget your talent. We want high character. Sometimes your talent will take you places that your character can't keep you. But the reverse is true as well. Sometimes your character will keep you places where your talent and when your talent starts to leave you. Sometimes your character will keep you in places when your talent starts to leave you. So when you start to slack off a little bit, the fact that people say that you're a high character person, you're a leader, you have integrity, we know what we're going to get from you. you, you help everyone around you, you make everyone smile, you add value. Like you may not be as talented, but I'm going to keep you around. It's better to have people that you trust in the room than to just be visitors of the room. 
it's better for you to have people that you trust in the room than just for them to be a visitors of a visitor of that room. In other words, it's better to have you with me than that you just coming to visit me. You know what that's like? You know what it's like to like, I don't know what it's like to get old, but I know I've been around people, grandparents and things. When you Nobody comes to visit grandma no more. Nobody comes to visit grandpa anymore. You're old. Like, I don't, I'm, you know, I'm going to come through once a year. But wouldn't it be awesome to have somebody with the grandma and granddad would live five, 10 more years if they had someone that was just next to them all the time. But we get so busy with our lives that we can't go visit. And so like, hey, we, we ever. So it's better to have somebody that you trust in the room. So if I'm Urban Meyer, this is one of the, the greatest for him this year, this is one of the greatest pickups that he could possibly have because he could change the locker room. They got they just signed a quarterback. Number one overall, that's going to need some guidance and some wisdom on how to handle the pressure of what it's like to be at the top of the mountain on top of the world. Who better to do that than Tim Tebow, who's been in the limelight since he's been a junior in high school? To be in there to to mentor and 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 to work with Trevor Lawrence. I got one more perspective and then I'm going to let you go. I got one more take. One more take because... We're growing here tonight. I, I, I know it. we're growing. We are growing right now. We're growing right now. I can feel it. So the other perspective is from Tim Tebow. And I'm just going to give you a couple things, a couple thoughts. Because sometimes a new position is the best way to get back in position. Sometimes taking on a new role Um is better than not taking on one at all. A new position is sometimes the best way to get back in position. He's going to play tight end, but he's back in the NFL. If I've always wanted to get back to the NFL, I'm okay with switching my position if it gets me back in the position that I want, which is to be a professional football player. I could keep trying to do it my own way and play my position and play my part and doing what I want to do, but I'm not going to get into the position that I want to. Am I willing to not do what I want to do so that I can get the results that I really want? Am I willing to not do what I really want to do in order to get the results that I really want? I really want to play quarterback, but I'm not going to do that because what I really want to do is be in the NFL. Come on. That's how you get ahead. That's how leaders get in front. That's how you get back in the door. That's how you get back in the game. That's how you get your momentum back. Am am I willing to get uncomfortable? Because if I can get uncomfortable temporarily, then I can get a little bit comfortable permanently once I get back in the door. This breaks down so well for you to be able to apply this to so many different areas of your life. Questions. Am I willing to do something different to get some different results? Question. Am I willing to learn something new so that I can get another opportunity doing something that I love? Am I willing to learn something new so that I can get an opportunity doing something that I love? Or watch this. Am I willing to learn something new for you relationship people to get another opportunity of being with someone that I love? It works both ways. Here's another one that I want you to keep and I want you to recite to yourself at some point in time. As I I say it to myself, I said it when I wrote this down. 
I'd rather be criticized during my humility than to be stuck living in your reality. You can criticize me. I got to humble myself. I don't want to play tight end for real. I want to play quarterback, but I'll humble myself and take this opportunity as a quarterback, and you will criticize me. You will talk about me. You will say that I won't make it. You will say that I'm not good enough. You will say that I don't have what it takes. You will say I don't know what I'm doing and I don't have the experience, but I would rather be criticized during my humility than to live in your reality because my reality is I'm about to make it. I'm going to come out on top. That's my reality. I'm not living in your reality. This is my world. This is my dream. I'll give you a couple more before we get out of here. When you make you a priority, you won't always please the majority. But when you make you a priority, you won't always please the majority. You got to make some moves professionally that you got to do for you. You got to make some moves personally that you got to do for you. You got to take time off mental health week, mental health day, mental health month. You got to take a step back. You got to say, hey, I've been working here for 20 years. My time is up and just walk away without giving you two weeks. You got to do what you got to do for you. You're not going to always please the majority. If you want to be great, if you want to be successful, if you want (laughs) to stay a long-term leader, you got to stop worrying about pleasing the majority, especially when you're doing what's right. This is your life. These are your choices. These are your decisions. This is your vision. Who are they to tell you what you doing, what you're doing doesn't make sense? Right? This is your dream. This is your life. You are not about to tell me and don't ever allow anyone to tell you that what you're doing doesn't make sense. To go from the NFL and to decide for 12 years running now that I am going to commit my life, this is me talking, I'm going to commit my life to making a difference, providing families with basic human needs, food, clothing, school supplies, hygiene products, youth leadership programs through our Driven Foundation. Why would you want to commit your life to having to somehow convince other people to contribute money to people that they will never see probably and never come across in their lifetime. You got to convince people that don't look like the people you want to serve to give you money to serve people that don't look like them. Why would you even waste your time doing that? It doesn't make sense, Roy. This is my reality. My reality says I grew up as a young man without a basketball. And I grew up in some challenging times. And it would have been nice to have some contributions of somebody donate a basketball to me and my hoop dreams. Luckily, I had a high character mother who showed me what resilience looks like and it put me in position. So now my job and my dream and my mission is to do and not please the majority, to go to the minority, say, hey man, we got help. Here's help and here's hope, okay? Here's help and here's hope. Uh, I thought today was really, really good. I thought it was good. If it was helpful for you, come on. This I, listen. This is a masterpiece from above. And I didn't even get to my last part, but it's fine. Yeah, I have fun today. Before I let you go, remember to hit the share button. Share this link. Share the podcast uh, on your social media. You guys have been doing an excellent job of sharing this podcast. But this one right here, this is a game changer. This is one that you're going to have to tuck away and save somewhere. Uh, save the link. Uh, save the download because this is a game changer today. 
Again, you can catch every episode of the Roy Hall Jr. podcast on every major streaming platform. You can also go to RoyHallJr.com and hear every one of those episodes as a secondary source for you all. Have an amazing rest of the week. Have an amazing day. And just go out, live in purpose, stay motivated, keep a positive perspective, and please, please, please continue to walk in your purpose. Peace.